Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Gothic's Rest. This is Gothic's Rest episode number three. I am a guy named Spari, and I'm joined by my co-host. Perfects. And uh, we have some exciting updates to talk about. Oh yeah. Uh, they're not quite in the game yet, but they're coming very soon. We're also going to talk a little bit about ourselves for a bit. Uh, how's your week been? Uh, it's been fine. It's been, you know, it's whatever. Um, I have been spending probably too many hours uh, looking at the screen this week. Um, but that's okay. You know, sometimes sometimes you got to commit mm -hmm. to grinds. Yeah. Uh, how, how many uh, millions of XP have you gained this week? <sighs> I gained... I was uh, have I've fallen off, but um, mm -hmm. I was gaining a yeah, million. Fell off. I was gaining All a million RuneCraft XP a day for two days straight, um, because I'm insane. Uh, but I need it. It's very important to me. Yeah. Uh, so the reason you're you're doing that is because Bingo oh, you want me to explain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to. I mean. I could just leave. I, mean, I could just leave the audience in mystery. You know, they don't need to know why I need these runecrafting levels. I think they'd like to know. I don't think people they demand care. it. You know, it's whatever. Why? You know, a guy's getting averaging 103k runecraft XP an hour, which is like you know pretty all right. It's, you know, it's whatever. Everybody does that once in a while, right? Um, most people don't. Anyways, I'm doing it because I have um, an, a very arbitrary restriction uh, uh, on like all of my accounts that I basically imposed on myself when I was very small, and I got 99 RuneCraft as my first 99 back then. Um, and now having the untrimmed RuneCraft cape is is very sentimental to me, so I want to have it on like every account that I can. And so far, that's gone pretty well. I still have it on my main, and I'd like to have it on my uh, my Iron account as well. Be sick. So, Bingo's coming up. Um, we are participating mm -hmm. in TNL's Springo event. Um, and I came to the dangerous realization that I am at 97 ranged. I can only deal like 500,000 range damage before I get 99 ranged. And more than likely, I will be dealing more than that in range damage over the course of Springo. So, I'm yeah, going especially, to. Especially. I don't know if you calculated the TOA boss bonus to that. Because you get bonus XP. For oh, do you? I was wondering why XP. Yeah was so much higher in that raid i was like why am i getting like 300 almost 400 xp from shooting zabak why yeah, you get why? you get uh, a multiplier it's pretty sizable why did they do that uh most bosses actually have that multiplier that's except weird. for quest bosses which have a negative multiplier. yeah that's also i knew that one i knew that well not negative but uh yeah they a have a, a, point. A, a below zero or below one uh mm -hmm. between one and zero multiplier yeah um i knew that uh but i didn't know that bosses had higher ones but that makes sense i was just wondering why the xp mm -hmm. value seemed way bigger some of them have like pretty high multipliers i think like a four times multiplier that, on some that further explains why the stupid uh energy transfer uh zarek crossbow at zabak is like insane xp it makes up more yeah, sense now. yeah yeah because you get you know the fat xp drops because like it made it it made sense that you know you could just hit consistent 100s but i never really understood like oh is it at the back because he just has a lot of hit points no it's because the xp multiplier that makes sense yeah if if they could do it anywhere they would just go do it anywhere you know an easier place to 
to teleport accounts into constantly, so you wouldn't have to wipe. But Zabak has the uh, XP multiplier, so you do it there instead. Makes sense, I guess. But yeah, yeah. getting a lot of RuneCraft XP. Um, kind of cool to just see the, the RuneCraft EHP on uh, various trackers just say that I have more efficient hours played than the actual hours I played doing runecrafting. Kind of neat. Because I think the method I'm doing is like above EHP for some reason, which doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it depends on how they're calculating yeah. EHP. Because on, I know some... On specifically on... Are you prob- uh, uh, you're probably looking at Iron Man EHP, yeah, though, right? Yeah, it's Iron Man yeah. EHP. Um, so okay, yeah, it's probably way different then. Yes. So I don't know. It was weird. Um, EHP is kind of a weird metric, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, what ifs? That's pretty much all that's been happening yeah. to me. I've been editing videos and uh, RuneCrafting. That's about it. Yeah, I have been not exactly the same. I've been uh preparing for bingo. Uh, I finished out 99 crafting between uh, the last episode and this. Big. Super exciting. Now you can um, teleport to the crafting guild. Cheesy. Yeah, I actually forgot to buy my cape until the next day. And I was like, oh yeah, I should get that. Oh, yeah, like the best bank teleport in the game. I should probably go get that. <laughs> I haven't used it yet because I've just been uh, bank standing doing fletching. Um... I have Oh uh, man, speaking 000. of cracked capes, the fletching cape, man, that's got such a good perk. Oh yeah. I love getting a bronze crossbow and a grapple. Hell yeah, dude. How else am I gonna go do uh armadillo? I feel like that should be agility cape like beyond the stamina mm. bonus, because you need agility at all to use that. <laughs> it seems Yeah, but how do you make the, the grapple? Smithing. How do you make the? Uh, don't you have to like you have attach to smith, a rope to it with? Yeah, you with you attach the rope with fletching, but on exactly. large, most of that is is fletching and smithing. Uh, you can't make either of those items without the other skill from scratch. So yeah, it's a it's a pretty dog shit cape though. It's bad. Yeah, it's kind of weird. You know, I I have a uh, about twenty five point five thousand more uh, magic logs to fletch. I have. Half of those in my bank right now, so just AFKing that for most of the week. Uh, doing some tow runs with our team captain a little bit as well, trying to get a little money injection going before bingo starts. Uh, we record these on Thursdays, by the way, after the game update, and bingo is going to be starting on Friday or no Saturday, Saturday at five a.m. our time. If you watch on YouTube and you watch to the end of the video, you would know that we record on Thursdays because I put the date that we record them on uh, on the, the very end. See, I didn't know that. It's because you don't watch my videos because you hate me. I already have to listen to this. Yeah, I, I, I don't watch the videos once they're on like YouTube. If I fuck something times. up, someone else will tell me. <laughs> yeah, that, that's my mentality. If I fuck something up, something, someone's going to tell me about it. There's actually there was an error in the first episode's audio that I didn't tell you about that I think uh, I, I put a caption on. Uh, it says like I don't know what happened to the audio here, but it's Spar's fault. Uh, it wasn't Wait, that what bad. Happened? I think like I started talking over myself a little bit, and it happened for like maybe half a second. And I, I oh, you told me about that, but you never told me where. Yeah, I I I, I didn't bother. I just. I flamed you in the, the YouTube video, but just it didn't matter. In my opinion, it wasn't that bad. 
Gotcha. Um, yeah, I don't think anything else has really been going on this week in game. Um, yeah, just working on these Bible skills right now. Um, I thought you said Bible skills. There's only one of those. Praise up for my boy JC up in the sky. But uh, yeah, no, that's that's been my week. Um, Bird, who are you? I'm Bird. Who am I? Who are we? Uh, we had some feedback uh from one of our friends that uh you know we kind of just jumped right in with aren't really talking about who we are as uh players and as people. Which to be fair, I think is fine because um I watch a lot of podcasts and I didn't start from yeah. episode one. You kidding me? I can't be asked to watch every single episode. Maybe eventually I'll go back, but I just kind of eventually mm-hmm. learn who these people are while I'm watching it. Yeah, I think that's sort of like podcasts are aren't really like a series. You don't need to watch them in order. It's just kind of you can jump in whenever you can listen to them in whatever order you want. Um, and yeah, that's kind of how this works. But you know, I figured, hey, we can spend some time to kind of just talk about our our RuneScape journey. I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but you know, just yeah, that's my my immediate thought about that. It's just like yeah. It's kind of whatever. Like it's, it's probably worth yeah. doing, but it's just not completely necessary. Yeah, I mean, I didn't initially have plans to until someone was like, "Hey, you should do this," and I said, "Sure." Especially since the game update this week was kind of light for the most part. Yeah. Um, except for the beta stuff, but we'll get into that in the second segment. Hopefully, the chapters on this video work. Yeah, I'm not mad. Uh, so bird. How did you get into RuneScape? What was your first experience with the game? Where did you where did you hear about it? That's honestly a great question. I'm not sure I completely know the answer. Um I started playing in like fifth grade, I think. So still in elementary school. Um I, I genuinely don't know when or why I started playing exactly, but I have memories of we used to have um there was one PC in the house. It was in the very back room of the house. Um, yeah. And I would go back there. Sometimes I'd wake up early in the mornings before school. I'd go back there. I'd boot up the PC. I'd connect to RuneScape. And then I'd just sit there all morning playing RuneScape until the bus came. Or, you know, I, I got driven to school, whatever happened to go on that day. So genuinely, I have no idea why I started or when. But I sure you probably did. saw it on like mini clip or something. Yeah, you know? I I played a lot of um addicting games and like armor games. It was on there too. It, yeah, there's a chance it might have come from there. There's a chance somebody. There's pretty low chance that somebody from school told me about it. Uh, when I was in elementary school, absolutely nobody played video games, or people probably really? did, but nobody talked about it. None of my friends in elementary school ever talked about video games, and so neither did I. Um, that's weird that that's the opposite of my experience that changed in middle school but in elementary school absolutely nobody talked about it so i started playing when my cousin audrion told us about the game um shout out to my cousin love you uh we should talk more it's been a while uh but he told us about the game and got us into it and this would have been 2006 and so i was in elementary school then 
And at the time, I already played games like Club Penguin and stuff. Um, so this was just another online game to play. Uh, great time, a lot of fun. Uh, I had no idea what I was doing as a kid. I have an account that is now forever locked away on RS30 because I can't remember the uh, login info for it, but all I would do is sit in free-to-play because my mom wouldn't uh, spend the money for my membership and I would just fish in a barbarian village all day. And I probably ended with like 50 fishing. I have no idea how I like spent hours it's and hours. It's halfway there. <laughs> yeah, it's halfway there. Yeah, I would spend hours doing that, and I just had dog shit stats. Yeah, I mean, that's probably what I did in elementary school, too. I can't really remember, but... Yeah. I remember as a kid um, getting... I, I, I had at least Addy armor at some point. You know, a solid uh, 30 defense. That was probably more than me. And I remember getting scammed for it. Someone near Barbarian Village. It was between Barbarian Village and Faldor. I remember this specifically. Uh, told me that he would trim my armor. Classic. So I traded it to him. And then I got scammed. And I cried so goddamn hard. Yeah, that sucks, but uh, skill issue. Yeah. Um, I don't think I, when I was young and dumb enough to fall for that kind of stuff, I had anything of any remote value. Which, I mean, to be fair, Addy armor back then probably still wasn't even that valuable. But Yeah, but to, you know, a kid back then yeah. it was worth a lot but like you know from the idea of someone that is going to go out and scam someone else like for addy mm -hmm. armor even back then i don't know man kind of weird gotta at least yeah. gotta at least find the rune guys come on yeah but the rune guys were too smart to get scammed so you'd go mm -hmm. for the easy addy guys i don't know about that one yeah Rune armor those... back then was expansive. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people in dragon equipment these days that are dumb as fuck. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I played uh back then up until a little after summoning came out, when I just really hated summoning. I literally couldn't figure out the skill, but that's not saying much. Uh, when I briefly had membership for times, uh, I recall me and my uh twin brother trying to figure out how to do Slayer. And, you know, we would open up the, the guide, see that the highest or the lowest uh, Slayer monster was a Crawling Hand at 5, and then we were just like, all right, well, can't figure out the skill. We, we didn't know about, like, Slayer Masters back then. Were Slayer Masters hell. on the skill guide? They are, yeah. I mean, they are, but I'm wondering if to perhaps give your younger selves any amount of credit, maybe they weren't then. I kind of doubt it, but... Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to see, like, a video of it from, like, way back when. Most likely they so probably maybe... were there, but, but like, maybe they weren't. Looking at looking at the Slayer Guide, right? Um, oh, it actually tells you where they are. Never yeah, mind. That's true. <laughs> I was going to um, say, it, yeah. Yeah, but... I was, I was going to say, because Duradel is the only Slayer Master that has a Slayer level requirement, so I wasn't mm -hmm. sure if, like, oh, maybe... Duradel wasn't added to the game or something yet, and they didn't actually have a listing of that. No, Duradel was added in 2005, so. Yeah, wait, no, other Slayer Masters have a Slayer level Oh, no, they have combat level requirements. Yeah, they have combat level requirements, not Slayer requirements. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Um, but yeah, no, summoning, I, I really didn't like. 
uh, as well as the, like free trade being removed and uh, some of the other updates. I I remember like the HD RuneScape two era where they were like you could swap between the two, and around then is when I quit. You could swap um, between the two. Yeah, you could go from like the old style to like the HD style. Clearly, I did not play during then, or just didn't notice that feature. Because I played a lot during the the RS two graphics era. That was probably when I played the most. Uh, yeah, I didn't play anything and... past that. Uh, like two thousand. It would have been like early two thousand eight, I think. Yeah, I don't really know when I stopped playing. It's kind of hard to tell because I I have very fond memories of playing Dungeoneering. Um, that was what very year fun. Would that have been? Do you know? Uh, let's go to the RuneScape wiki real quick. Yeah. I I went to the RuneScape wiki by uh transferring my Duradel page from the old school to the RuneScape wiki, and wow, Duradel looks like shit in RS3. Yeah, he, he does. I don't like how the RS3 member, uh things look. Uh, he only has he only has one uh rune claw. He doesn't have yeah. them on both of his hands. Just on oh, one hand. Right, because uh, they're separate weapons in old, uh, in RS3. Hate that. Yeah. Uh, Dungeoneering was April of 2010. And then... Uh, oh, uh, when was, when 13 was years ago yesterday. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Evolution of Combat was... I want to say it was after that, but I don't actually know. No, I think EOC was before Dungeoneering. I'm glad that I'm trying to look up Evolution of Combat and the RuneScape wiki is just not loading. That's cool. Uh, here, I got you. EOC was November 2012. So actually, I was wrong. Yeah, it was after. I was okay. very confident I remembered playing Dungeoneering with uh, pre-EOC type stuff. Yeah, I'd it's just not loading the fucking... Oh, there it is. Yeah, EOC, there it is. Because I remember EOC uh, actually, like, dropping. Because um, it kind of yeah. dropped... I want to say it kind of dropped in, like, waves. There were certain, like, changes that happened. Because I distinctly I so. remember... I distinctly remember them changing um, the animations for spells. Like, instead of just, like, a green... Uh, orb coming out of you when you casted an earth spell you'd instead do this like cool animation where you like used magic to rip a rock out of the ground and then you'd throw it at the enemy which yeah, I, I will say i thought the, that, that was sick i was like that's so cool the animations in rs3 are kind of sick for that stuff but yeah there's some I... there's definitely some cool stuff but I, the rs2 i like kind of liked the art style just because it was very nostalgic. Well, because it is nostalgic. It wasn't nostalgic then, but it is now. So it's probably a bit of rose-tinted glasses for me for that art style. Yeah. But RS3 just looks weird it looks to heinous. me. I'm not a huge fan of it. The the long arms are what get It's me. not, like, bad, but I definitely would not describe it as pleasing. I think, like, the characters in... A lot of the armor and stuff I think looks bad. The environments I think can look very nice though. Um, yeah, there's, as long there's, as it's not like any of the right. I don't know. legacy areas that they've just crammed with a million things everywhere. <laughs> Have you seen? Uh, oh I want to say it's the, the like the Warriors Guild area, like just north of Taverly. 
or yeah, uh, Berthorpe, Berthorpe area. Berthorpe is the new Lumbridge yeah. in RS3, and it looks weird as weird as hell. I don't. Yeah, it's, I. It looks like simultaneously empty and cluttered. I don't get it. I I told you a while back I tried out RS3, right? I think so, yeah. And I actually, before I got into old school, I didn't know old school existed. Um, and I was like, man, I want to go back to RuneScape. So I logged into like RuneScape, RuneScape, which yeah. is RS3. And I was like, I got to whatever tutorial it was that they have now. And I was like, this is weird. And I don't even think I finished the tutorial before I decided that I hated the UI, I hated the graphics, and it didn't feel like what it used to, and I just left. <laughs> so, when you played RuneScape back in the day, did you first start playing with the the old school RuneScape uh, tutorial island, or did you play with the one that was like, you had to kill a dragon? Uh, my first account, I had tutorial island. Okay. I had a lot of accounts when I was a kid, because I kept forgetting how to log into them and i was too <laughs> stupid to use the password recovery system mm -hmm. for some reason um yeah. so my first account i did tutorial island and then i don't remember the numbering of the accounts this is part of the reason why all of my accounts from back then are just completely unrecoverable they're all username login accounts that i don't know mm -hmm. the password to i think i recovered one of them recently because i found a um an old notebook of mine that just had uh, in my old shitty uh, handwriting, uh, RuneScape, and then there was a, a username and a password, and I logged into it, and it was Holy. just sitting in Alcard. So I actually have a a username login I, account. I didn't know about this. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I have a username login account. It's a shitty account. It was yeah. one of my clearly one of my throwaways that I forgot very forgot the password to very quickly, which I don't know how I forgot the password. I wrote it you, down. You and it wasn't a very complicated down. password. Um, but clearly I must have like lost that little journal or something. I don't know, but yeah, I tried recovering my, uh, username password account, but, uh, I know the username, but the password was before, like I had any sort of standardization for my passwords, which is a horrible security. Don't do that. But, uh, for for a brief time, in... it was the only way to remember passwords back then. There was no such yeah. thing as password managers. There was no saving passwords in your browser, and writing them down in your computer felt wrong. Writing them down in real life felt wrong. So yeah, you usually. Yeah, I feel so like a lot I... of people probably came up with like a system. Yeah, so I had a system for passwords, and I do like slight variations on them between accounts for you know to make myself feel like I'm being secure, but it really wasn't. But this was pre that, so I don't know what I would have used. Yeah. Um. And this was pre my current like professional email because I have an email that's just my first name last name that I made in middle school uh, as part of like a computer science class or something. Um. So I'm like I don't know the email I would have used. I don't know anything about the account besides the username and like the geographic region that I was in when I made it. So I tried recovering it, and they're just like, "We'll get bent." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. that's fair." There were there were a bunch of accounts I had going back to the. Um, you're asking me which tutorial I've done. I basically mm -hmm. done. I basically did all of them, <laughs> up to like Evolution of Combat. I did every single one because I kept 
getting locked out of my accounts because I was an idiot for some reason. Damn. Um, I think the last... That's not actually... I think by the time like 2009 or 2010 rolled around, that was the account that stuck with me until I quit, which I cannot recover because it is tied to an email address that basically doesn't exist anymore. That inbox is unaccessible. That's very unfortunate. So... It's an it's an old like Verizon.net email that I've like tried to figure out if I can like reroute or access the inbox of. Oh, and I'm it assuming seems they like, don't have an email service for yeah, that anymore. It seems like their service is just dead. So Damn. I don't think I can recover that account, which sucks because that's the first one I got a ninety nine on. That's the one the original one I got ninety nine Runecraft on. So Yeah. I mean maybe you can contact Verizon and see if there's a way they can like it sounds like so much more effort than it's worth. I really don't care that much, you know? Like, it'd be kind of cool fair. and novel, but I don't think I'd ever use the account. I'd, like, log into it once, be like, wow, look at all this stuff. Or I'd be like, wow, look, somebody hacked it, and now it doesn't have anything on it. And then I'd just never look at it again. Yeah, yeah. That so, account exists in my memory, and that's all the the only place it needs to exist. So you had mentioned that you briefly tried out RS3 because you had a an itch to play RuneScape again. But what made that was probably like 2015 ish, I think. 2015, 2016. And that would have been after. Yeah, that would have been after the launch of old school. So what made you go back to old school eventually? When did that happen? I went back to old school. This is actually on. (laughs) I have uh, a personal wiki page on the old school wiki. I have the exact date I started playing old school because I made a new Mm -hmm. account for old school because I had to, basically. Yeah. Um,. I started playing old school RuneScape the 31st of May, 2018. Okay. Uh, That was when I made the Birdfaxer account and I started playing old school RuneScape. I don't remember who it was. It might have been you. I think it might have been Julian. Wait, sorry. What year was this? 2018. Okay. This would have been possibly me then. Yeah. It was either you or Julian or a combination, but people near me were playing old school RuneScape. And you and they were like talking about how they were playing RuneScape again, and it was a lot of fun. And at first, I was like, "That's stupid." Um, I went back and played RuneScape, and it sucks now. And they were like, "No, there's there's an old one. You can play the old one." And I was like, oh. "I feel like I remember this conversation. I, th- I think yeah, this was me. It, it might have been with you. I don't really remember, but I started playing, and I, for the most part, haven't stopped since." <laughs> yeah, that's pretty similar um so when the old school poll came out i wasn't super interested dude i didn't even know that that ever happened i was like I only knew so it gone out of runescape by that time i probably quit like a year before it happened i only knew it happened because of my brother yeah i was i was out by then so yeah yeah my my brother was like hey the old school poll is a thing you should play old school with me and this was you know, whatever year that came out, 2015 or something. Um, or no, uh, 2013, right? Because we yeah, just had our 10 year anniversary. And I'm like, I don't really care. This would have been what? Uh, and to be honest, year I don't think I would have really cared either. Just because it was like RuneScape as it was in 2007. And yeah. in 2013, playing 2007 RuneScape wouldn't have sounded appealing to me. Yeah, no, I, I, I wasn't super interested. I was like, eh, maybe. I mean, it's a nostalgic game for me, but, like, I I realistically only played RuneScape for two years when I started. You know, I started 2006, 
just before the GE came out. Um, I remember the GE update. It was pretty cool. Um, and I was just like, yeah, no, I don't really care. It's not like it, it's not a huge game in my memory. Um, but then come 2017, I'm off at college and I am looking for something to play because I'm kind of bored of everything. Um, and I end up getting into RuneScape. And since then, I've been playing basically nonstop. I have a yearly tradition of burning out for like three months <laughs> around the holidays, around Christmas time like in a, December. I have like a quarter yearly uh, tradition of burning out. I think like every four years or so, I take <laughs> like a year long break and then come back. Yeah, this cause... is the first year since 2018 that I haven't burnt. Yeah, which I, is really I think funny. I'd have to check my um like my uh experience tracker websites mm-hmm. of choice. I don't cuz uh for for birdfacts R it's a little weird. I think I was able to import my data points from Crystal Math Labs for the most part to I use Templo SRS. Um but obviously Wiseoldman exists and that one's also good. I have to yeah. look through and see like when I stopped uh cuz I've stopped a couple times. But usually it's only for like a couple weeks, um, and then sometimes it's years at a time. <laughs> but I'm usually still paying attention to the game, but I'm just mm-hmm. not playing sometimes. Yeah, there was that period um, where there was like no game updates for a while, where I had burnt out, uh, which was probably good I burnt around then, because when I came back, everyone was like super sour towards the game that stuck around, because there was nothing for like a year. Um, yeah, I think that might have been when I stopped playing too. Yeah, I came back and like, like the only real update well. <laughs> was like Tempros and Nightmare, and I'm like, okay, cool. I did Tempros for a while. Yeah, I don't, I don't have memory of doing Tempros on its release, so I think that I was also gone around that time. Yeah, I think you were also burnt. Which out. I think kind of checks out for us because I think for the most part, neither of us play like a ton while the other is not playing because. <laughs> Yeah. A lot of the game for us, I think, is just talking about it between each other, which is kind of the reason we started the podcast, because we already talk about the game a lot to each other. So Yeah, I wanted an excuse to like just get you alone for like two or three hours and talk about the game without like yeah, because, other people hopping in Because everybody in, chat to in talk our about... every everybody in our private server would always get pissed off when we were talking about RuneScape because yeah, well... nobody else cares except for like one guy. But yeah, we'd be I mean, sitting alone in a chat, and then they'd show up and get mad about us talking about it. It's like, what do you mean? I know, and we'd hop to another room, because it's and like... And then they'd no, hop over! They'd, they'd hop over, and it's like, I just want to talk oh about RuneScape, dude. just spiked my fucking... Uh, my, <laughs> my mic chart. But, uh, yeah, because, like, they'd be playing a game or whatever, and then they'd mm-hmm. stop playing that game, and everybody would leave, and it'd be, like, one guy left in that chat, and then they'd just hop back in and be like... Hey, what are you guys talking about? I'm gonna be like RuneScape, and sometimes, sometimes they'd just be like, "Oh, whatever," and then they wouldn't say anything and eventually leave, or they'd be like, "That's lame," and then they'd convince me or you to just like play a different game, and we'd stop talking. Yeah, so it, it's usually like I hop in and they're like doing Destiny stuff, or they'll hop in and they're now doing a Destiny raid in my in the RuneScape chat. So yeah, Destiny two, 
uh, is a pretty common game that I play as well. Just as since this is like an introduction to oh, to yeah. us, I guess I can list off some other games that I like. Destiny Two is my other like addiction game. That's mm-hmm. a game I've sunk many many hours in, similar to RuneScape. Uh, but I'm a big uh, big indie game guy. Um, I don't want to list off like all the random bullshit indie games I've played. I'll just list off the ones that some big people three. might actually know about. Um, obviously, I've played the big ones. You know, you got your Celestes, your Shovel Knights, um, your Hollow Knights. Fucking everybody knows about those games. Those ones are very good. I hate people that are like, ah, yeah, I play indie games, and then they list those three. So I'm kind of being that person right now. But I think the reason a lot of people that like are indie game fans, but like list really popular indie games, is because otherwise nobody knows what they're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> nobody cares. I could be like, yeah, I'm a big Song of the Myron fan. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, so I I think it's a better a better thing to just like say like, oh, I'm really into like uh, uh, action platformers a lot of the time. So listing off games like Ori or Celeste or um stuff like that is probably a better indication of what i like i generally am not a huge fan of first person shooters but here and there i do like them um yeah, destiny 2 a... appeals because of the kind of mmo aspect and then something like apex legends or titanfall appeals to me because i really like the movement aspect and the shooting is just like also there and that's fun too mm-hmm. yeah we had a big kick of apex for a while when yeah. we weren't playing i kind of want to get back in but i've heard the updates have been kind of stinky lately I've heard that it's not. I don't think they've been stinky. I think they've just been like kind of nothing burgers. Yeah, that's why sometimes I'm not they're stinky. Yeah, sometimes they're bad, and then they like make them yeah. unbad. But it's just kind of boring. I'm just waiting for something big. Yeah, I think there's just gonna be like another new legend next season, and nothing else. The new map was cool, but so you know, whatever. I was like, <laughs> what games have I been playing besides RuneScape? Like. I'll go on the the classic like Minecraft bout for a while. Like yeah. I ran a a Minecraft server for We're TNL both big, for like big two months. Fans. Um, yeah, Who isn't a big Minecraft fan. I feel like it's not very much. Well, okay, big fan is kind of an overstatement, but like who hasn't played a little Minecraft in their day? It's so like the best selling game of all time. Looking at my recently played games on Steam, when was the last time I played a game? Take a guess. Um. 36 days ago. Nope. December 2022. I have an Apex update that I never played. The Dark and Darker 2 demo, which I launched but never actually played. Oh, man. Uh, And then Vampire Survivors was the last game I played in December 2022. Wow. Yeah, I can can list off... I, I also haven't played a whole bunch. Um, Like... Yeah, the only games on my recently played games here list that I actually did actually play recently are Destiny 2, Rocket League, Deep Rock Galactic, and then we get to like games that I haven't actually played in a long time. Yeah. Um Dang Gemcraft and Mindistry are here. That's a game type that I'm also super into, is like logistics games. We were talking about how um we were both looking at the YouTube analytics. And we were talking about how we both really just like data. Data is kind of cool and fun to look at. Yeah. And that also applies for me a little bit into my my games. Games like Mindistry or Satisfactory or um, Factorio or even just like modded Minecraft with like uh, applied energistics and other like 
fabrication mod types, being like efficient and like creating efficient systems is something that makes my brain happy. That's why I, I went into the computer science field um, because I think it's cool. But yeah, that, that's also a type of thing I like. Yeah, so I like data, but more specifically, I like data that re- pertains to like monetary stuff. So like I like the um, like uh, I, I was uh, obsessed with figuring out how much like money Twitch streamers made for a while in like 2016. Like I was like, okay, take their so... sub number and multiply it by five. Yeah, but like specifically with like donations and <laughs> bits weren't a thing back then. Um, but like stuff like that, and then at work I'll annoy my boss sometimes and like ask him like about uh sales numbers and stuff, even though it has nothing to do with what I do on a day to day. And like the other day, we, you know, when that's when our restaurant flooded, I was like, "So how much did it like cost for the plumber?" Uh. I was talking to the kitchen manager, and he had no idea, because he's the kitchen manager, not the general manager, but... Not the plumber manager. Yeah. God, we went on a big tangent there. Um, RuneScape. I mean, it, was, it was somewhat relevant, you know, it was, it's who are we, yeah. you know, taste in games, it matters. That's true, that's true. That's why I went on that tangent, because it's like, it's relevant enough, I think. Can't wait to edit pictures of all the games I just mentioned. That's going to be fun. <laughs> just uh, just show like uh, a, a video of you just scrolling through your Steam library in like the big picture mode. No, that'll there's be, gonna be some weird. There's going to be some weird ones on there because uh, one of our friends had like a bunch of Steam keys recently and I just like entered a bunch of them. None of them are like, you know, weirdo like porn games. But oh, it's God. just like a lot of it's just a lot of random stuff, you know. A lot of them are probably my library never play. Is full of those. <laughs> I don't have those. I don't accept those. Thanks, David. Well, so he sent me like a dinosaur game pack, but like only the first oh, yeah, fifty games one. were dinosaur games, and then the other fifty were like bejeweled but porn. And I was just like, yeah. oh, you know, why? one of the games. One of the games on my uh, my recently played list is actually just straight up Bejeweled 3. I have it on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, last time I played it was February 20th. I think I booted it up as a joke and I played it just streaming in our, our chat. That's right, because uh, one of our friends joined and he was like backseating me in Bejeweled. And I was like, bro, I'm playing Bejeweled. Stop. Was, was it Lamp? It was Name Lamp. and shame. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was Lamp. I was playing Bejeweled, and he was like, he was like, oh, move to one right there. I was like, dude, shut up. I'm playing Bejeweled, man. Who cares? <laughs> Just, that's a classic Lamp. That shit um, pisses me off sometimes. If you're listening, so getting, Lamp, fuck you. Stop that. Getting, getting slightly back on a topic again. Uh, we've talked about the past we talked about how we got to where we are now but like what what do we do in runescape like what what's our accounts like what what do we like to actually like do when we play this game yeah for my answer i'm gonna take a couple steps back um Mm -hmm. again because i i used to be primarily like a skillery type person like i talked about how i did dungeoneering uh on that on on Dungeoneering's like release, it was not like release day, but it was release ish. That was like basically the most combat I had ever done. I was I never really did a lot of combat. I trained magic by like teleporting and alking, 
I didn't really like hit things. And if I did, it was probably like goblins. I don't think I ever touched Slayer in my life. Uh, I just did like fishing and runecrafting and mining. And that was really all I did. That was that was what I enjoyed back then. Um, and when I started playing old school back in 2018, that was kind of what I did again. Um, for the most part, I, I, I did a lot of uh, skilling. Um, and my, my number one goal was to get 99 runecrafting again. Um, but I, obviously I did some, like some of the new quests, some of the, the earlier new quests. Um, it took me a long time. I can actually look on my user page. Um, I did not get my quest cape until two years after I started playing on the 14th of May in 2020, which was actually after I got 99 runecraft, which was on the 13th of April in 2020. Um, but basically after... After I did like my my long bout of playing the game like I used to, doing a lot of skilling, that's kind of why both uh, my 99 RuneCraft and my Quest Cape are kind of close to each other. Is because once I got 99 RuneCraft, I was like, "Wow, what do I do now?" And then I realized that I can play the game, and so I went out and I did every quest, and I started doing a lot of PVM. Well, then not a lot of it, but I started getting into it. Um, I, one of my first like big PBM experiences was, uh, gauntlet. I did a lot of gauntlet, um, just regular gauntlet. I think I have like 118 KC on regular gauntlet on my main. And mm -hmm. then eventually I switched to corrupted. I did gauntlet before I did Jad. Like that was my first big PVM thing was I did gauntlet. Um, I, then eventually I went and got a fire cape and I started learning like chambers went on a, went on a magical adventure. So nowadays I'm probably what you'd expect out of your air quotes, average, old school player i i do a lot of pvm um i i still train my skills i'm, I'm yeah, very you used to have like an aversion to like doing slayer i remember yeah i well let's we talked about this before but that's because it's slayer sucked and yeah, it sucks at low, at low level sucks it's just what, what? it's boring carter has yeah. the same my brother has the same uh same thing he hates doing slayer because it sucks at yeah, low level it's just it's not it fun so I, I understand why previous me and current my brother hated it because it's just boring and not good at lower levels. Yeah, but yeah. At this point, I'm I'm more of an average type of RuneScape player. Um, I would say I'm kind of more towards the completionist type. I like to get my I, I like I got my quest cape. That was my first thing I did on my my group Iron Man. I, I rushed quest cape as quickly as I could. Um, I you know I like to get my diaries done when new quests come out. I like to have them finished. I always do my clues, even my elite clues, because I'm like, what if I get the collection log slots? I just like getting stuff. So Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty similar to me. I I'm not gonna get super in depth in like my account history. You know, I started in twenty eighteen and I just kinda uh played. I worked towards a quest cape. That was like a thing my first like really big goal was just work towards quest cape. I set like kind of smaller goals um along the way i had like i i saw the bone crusher as something that would be like really neat to have so i was like oh it just gives you prayer xp whenever you do anything i want that so you know newbie me just rushed towards uh mauritania hard for the bone crusher um and then after that i rushed the quest cape and i got that pretty early on in my account um i was kind of proud of having that so early and then I, after that, went for the Achievement Diary cape and the Music cape because I wanted them, and now I have them, and it's 
great. I love having those capes. Um, yeah, it's it's funny because there's like a direct correlation to um, the way my account progressed. Because by the time I was done with 99 Runecraft, I didn't really know what to do. Yeah. And I think I basically like asked you and you had like recently, like I don't know how recently, but somewhat recently within like maybe six months-ish gotten, you know, those kinds of achievements done. I think you had maybe you definitely had your quest cape 100% by then. Yeah, I, um, I think and I maybe had this. your music cape by then as well. And you were like, just go get quest cape. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. That sounds fun. Yeah, it it was really motivating to to get those. But unfortunately, when I got quest cape, I burnt. And then when I got achievement cape, I then also burnt. <laughs> So I like, think for diary cape, it it uh, makes a lot more sense because there's a lot of kind of long, uh, possibly a little bit slog full grinds uh, yeah. to get diary cape. Looking at you, desert elite with ninety one thieving, and like eighty five prayer, some um, some crazy skilling requirements on that one. I think Mori elite was the last one I got because it has like the yeah, it's, ninety you have to catch something a shark. yeah mad or ninety something uh, fishing that you need. Uh, yeah, that one's also a little rough. 96, yeah. You can boost that one from 91, though, so... You can, yeah. But that's still almost halfway to 99 at that point, so... Yeah, it, it was rough. Um, that took me a long time, and then once I finished that, I just burnt out for a while. But then I came back, and um, I've been having a great time. I really like doing clues. Um, I have nearly a 1,000 clue completions. I'd have way more by now, but I've been working towards maxing this year so i've just put on hold uh killing seracnus and doing masters because i really want the good boy that little hound yeah the bloodhound such a great pet um cool pet yeah I, i hope to to get it at some point uh that's not you know whatever the insanely high drop rate is i think one in a thousand or something it's quite rare yeah, I'm at 142 master completions, so. can't believe um, I don't have it yet on my group iron. I think I have, like, 10. Ridiculous. Yeah, no. Uh, I think that basically is who we are, what we've been doing, how we got where we are in-game, at least. Yeah, for um, the most part. Yeah. And I think uh, we can move to break, and then after the break we'll talk about the uh new updates and uh what what's going to be coming to the game very soon sounds good and uh this episode of Gothic's rest is sponsored by miniclip starting our addiction at a young age miniclip this episode uh is also brought to you by uh armor games they sure do have games, but I'm not really sure how many of them were armored, and the website probably wasn't that secure. Four, three, two, one. Wow. Well, welcome back from the break. Hello. So, we have two things to talk about. Two blog posts, two news posts. First one, we don't normally get a news post for this kind of thing. This is a this is a big deal um, though. This this poll yeah. result is quite important. So we had 
the vote last week for what new skill we want in old school. It's true. If you didn't and vote, to my what the surprise, heck, man? yeah, this is the very important vote. Uh, we had a lot of people that voted on this one. Yeah, over one hundred seventy-eight thousand votes. Uh, if, you, at the top. if you look at the total, it is one hundred seventy-eight thousand nine hundred and fifty-one exactly. Wild. That's a lot of people that voted, and I'm surprised by the outcome, honestly. Um, if you were on Reddit at all during the uh, vote and after the uh, skill pitches, you know the the clear or what I thought was the clear fan favorite was shamanism, um, and it got pretty close. Uh, sailing got the win at fifty nine point two percent of the vote, with shamanism at fifty eight point eight percent and taming at thirty nine point nine percent. Yeah, I exist um, very much outside of the Reddit sphere. I do not involve mm-hmm. myself with the subreddit or the the community at large. And so my impression from just talking to a lot of the people that I usually play RuneScape with um, was that sailing was the most popular choice. So um, I had heard that shamanism did seem to be the most popular on Reddit, but most people said that they... They liked the idea of all of them, but sailing was um, the the strongest uh, option in their opinion, and also in my opinion. I shared that opinion. Yeah, I was. Uh, I I voted for shamanism as my favorite, but uh, I voted for sailing as well as shamanism because it was uh, multiple choice, so you could vote for uh, multiple of those. Um. Yeah, I didn't realize it was multiple choice, honestly. Um, I just opened up the poll and saw that there were two questions, and I was like, man, I don't care. I just clicked on sailing on both of them and just sent it. That was like the one... Yeah. I, I like one tick voted. I didn't even read it at all. Yeah, so the the two skills were under 3% difference, and apparently at points were just 100 votes apart. Yes. So, like... It, it was very close. To be fair, that 3% um, difference is actually a significant number, though. Shamanism is at 58,926 votes. Sailing is at 64,248 votes. So it is actually a yeah. fair number of people, or rather, accounts that voted to, for that sailing rather than shamanism. difference, though, is less in the first question, where it was just asking well, in general. Well, that's also a multi-choice, though, right? Yeah. That's, that's the important that distinction one... there, is that most people that vote for sailing also think that shamanism would be cool. Yeah. Which leads and, and us into their uh, the thing they say about uh, the third skill, shamanism. Came very close to k- taking the crown with 3% of the votes. While sailing will be, of course, our primary focus, we want to reassure you that we are open to exploring more skills in the future. Your feedback regarding shamanism was clear. You love the concept of the spirit realm and see the potential to revitalize underused areas of the game. You also like the idea of exploring our lore-rich and, in general, uh, our rich lore, rather, and in general, uh, a production and gathering skill was something the community felt would fit into old school RuneScape because it is so popular. It's possible it could come back in the future. It's on their backlog, but sailing is yeah. going to be their priority right now. And uh, the the opinion that like it fit old school to a T. Uh, I was listening to the Wilderness podcast today, and uh, that that's the opinion that they had. Uh, reading over these skills was like shamanism 
is the most old school feeling skill that they proposed. And I think that's pretty true. It feels like the most skill like skill that we like. It feels like something we could have gotten back in like 2008. Yeah, I think the reasoning for that is because um, actually I was I was watching the uh, the live stream they did today. Um, most of it they were talking about uh, the new skill stuff. Um, and I think it was Mod Husky was talking about how the reason he thinks that that is is because it is partially a production gathering skill. It is very easy to imagine what the gameplay loop of that skill is because most production gathering skills yeah. are largely the same. As such, it feels very old school. Whereas something like sailing, it's very ambiguous right now as, as to how you will exactly get XP and therefore it is very ambiguous as to what the... Uh, the primary gameplay loop is going to look like so it may feel a little less old school because of that uh i i saw a pretty funny meme earlier today actually on reddit um it was someone talking about like what would training be like is uh, i'm curious what the training method would be but for now and it's a uh, spongebob i'm fishing at sea i'm farming seaweed at sea i'm training construction at sea how <laughs> i burnt my hand fire making at sea yeah i mean i imagine it i imagine it will probably be something to that effect um i imagine that when they have uh like you know certain navigational challenges or stuff like that like when you successfully complete a navigational challenge like avoid a wave or a shark or what have you you will probably gain sailing xp um you might gain sailing xp from perhaps managing a crew you know, there are various uh, aspects, but these are things that they're going to be nailing down, which they actually um, apparently tomorrow are going to be having a, a meeting about exactly what their priority list is for um, moving forward, what they need to flush out, what they're going to talk to the community about, what they're not going to talk to the community about immediately, perhaps talk about things later. Their, their game plan has not been set up yet. They're very clear about that, and they're going to be uh, doing an internal meeting tomorrow, I think. Um, about that likely we probably won't hear too much about it for a little bit um but they're they're gearing up right now well yeah it's, that's good to hear that they're trying to come up with a game plan for how to tackle the skill and um figuring out what it actually looks like because like yeah the the biggest question is like how will training look like for the skill and i don't think the main method of training will be these like split methods i i think that's going to be like of a way you could train those other skills and maybe not necessarily gain uh sailing xp i think you're gonna do other stuff for sailing xp yeah i think that um one thing that i think it was also mod husky husky was husky was very combative on the stream um mm. not like super combative but like sometimes they'd talk about like kind of the the pressure points that some of the community has and he was very quick to uh, shoot down, like, some of the super negative responses. Um, yeah. Like, he was talking about how a lot of people were, were talking about sailing. And he was like, a lot of people still consider it a meme skill. And I just don't get that. What does that mean? And I was like, you go, Husky. You fucking tell him. Um, yeah. Well, like, I think people have that perception that it's a meme skill just because of the... Just because East, of its history, the, yeah. The but, April Fool's event. But that's... Yeah. I, I think Husky has a point, though. He's like, what does that mean? What what, is, what does that yeah. mean? Did you, you're just saying that because it was an April Fool's. What do you mean a meme skill? Like, I, I think it was a, 
a valid point. And and he said some other somewhat combative things to kind of like shoot down some of those arguments. And then I think Alina was also there, Madalena. Um, and she she was a lot more like, oh, well, if you don't like the skill, make sure you let us know what you don't like about it and uh, help us, you know, turn it into something that you would like. And Husky was like, man, I was just on social media and this guy was saying this stupid thing. And that's dumb. Why do you think that? You shouldn't think that. I think this. Like, he wasn't being rude, but he was being very, yeah. like, you know, argumentative. He was being productive about it. But I was like, man, you go, Husky. Yeah, well, a lot of um, this is going to come up again in uh, when we talk about uh, the the next blog. But a lot of players just give terrible feedback. Yeah, just it's completely not atrocious. It's just not helpful. Just, is the thing like yeah. they just a lot of it's a lot of it ends up just being like ad hominem and stuff, and it's just like, mm-hmm. huh? <laughs> yeah. What's what's the point of saying that? You know? Yeah. It it it's probably hard to be a J mod sometimes. Oh, with, I have with like the way the community reacts. Yeah, to I things. have I have so much respect for developers of games as long as their game is actually good, um, and even you know developers of not good games that are genuinely trying. As long as the the developers are genuinely trying to make a good product are and are are doing so in good faith, which sometimes it can be hard to tell if they are doing that. But I, I genuinely feel. I empathize with them because it's just like, man, you want to make the best thing that you can. And you, a lot of times you don't know what the players want, what would make it the best for them. And you just go to get their feedback and they're just like, this sucks and it's stupid and I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Or who thought of this? Whoever thought of this, go die. Yeah. There's also the people that are just like completely negative to like anything that they propose and they'll just um ad hoc reason why like they don't like what it is they'll they'll decide first i don't like it and then they'll come back later and be like okay now here's why i don't like it but it's just completely made up reasons yeah and i don't know how that, true it yeah. is but husky was talking a lot about how um it seemed that a lot of people had preconceived notions of what sailing would be and they got a lot of feedback about like oh it's going to just be instanced and i think that's stupid and you shouldn't have sailing and he he's just like, we didn't say it was going to be instanced. As a matter of fact, we said we probably don't want it to be instanced. Like, a lot of people are apparently yeah. just completely misinformed, which is unfortunate. And then they just leave misinformed. And I mean, that back. comes from the, the the old pitches for it. Yeah. Because, um, like, there's, there's definitely and... some understandable reasons why people are going to have incorrect information. Um, and Husky was also talking a lot about how um, for both, for all the skill pitches, there were a lot of things that people just like basically made up and were talking about as if they were fact and why they don't want the skill to exist. I, I like the, um, the instance thing is, is not a particularly great example, but that's like one example of where he was just like, this is mm-hmm. not a thing anymore. And there was a lot of stuff like that where he's just like, this is not a part of the skill pitch that we have put forth this is not yeah. a helpful piece of criticism um yeah there there is a lot of like people that will have read one blog and then they maybe missed like an update to a thing um which to be fair is understandable nobody can be expected to like read everything um yeah but 
when you are trying to present an argument and feedback, it is often in your best interest to try and be as researched as possible. So seeing all these like people that are like trying to give like for people that are just like throwing out insults, like whatever, man, just they're probably not going to read it anyways. They probably don't care. But um, for people that are trying to give genuine feedback or criticism, it is definitely in your best interest to be as as studied on the topic as you can be, which can be annoying, honestly. But yeah, it's just I mean, kind of what you got to do. Mod's job to to end up you know filtering through the yeah. feedback and figure out what's like actually useful and what's just you know people going off incomplete or uh just completely wrong notions of what the skill or or idea is uh but yeah no uh sailing is what we're going to continue with uh for the skill they're going to work on it and then uh come back to us with uh whatever they've worked on and uh have some more polls for it yeah and they said um there's no we're not necessarily getting sailing by the way we can still vote no to it uh later down the line they said um on the live stream they said that uh they don't know they don't have a timeline for exactly when this new thing will come out they're going to continue uh you know talking with the community through like reddit and more specifically their their discord that they have um Mm -hmm. but uh they said that most likely the next pitch is going to be probably a couple months, three, four, maybe, uh, out. So, yeah, it's going to be a little while before we hear like a, a big official post about sailing again. But there will still be talks about it with JMods. I'm sure they'll continue to talk about it on the streams because they still want feedback as they they get to these possible pressure points that might be issues with the community. But the the yeah. next big pitch isn't going to be for a little while. Yeah, I wouldn't expect the skill to come out for at least a year, just because the amount of engine work that's required uh, is going to be a lot. Um, but yeah, uh, that's enough about skills. Uh, let's talk about the game update that just came through. Yes, sir. The Desert Treasure Two Rewards Beta. So before we talk about like the big thing, you know, the the beta part. Uh, I'm just going to scroll all the way to the bottom, and we're going to talk about what actually is in the game on the live servers. The changelog is actually at the top. It's actually like a, uh, a direct changelog up at the top. Yeah, that's for, like, that's like the TLDR, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's in the game. True. Um. So, uh, we got some more Pole 79 improvements. Uh... Revenant tasks are bigger now. Um, um, they're not bigger. You can use Slayer points to extend, or not extend them, but yeah, is it extend? Is the the wording? Uh, yeah, yeah. You can you can unlock a thing that makes them bigger tasks. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Uh, there's also the Sleepy Tablet is now guaranteed at a hundred Fasami Nightmare Casey. If you've already done 100 and you don't have the tablet, you can just do it one more time and you'll get the tablet. And Laren's keys are now tradable on the GE. Yeah, that's. it seems like a weird change if you don't really know anything, because um, I didn't really know much about that But when they announced that. And the reasoning for this is because there was a lot of transferring of Laren's keys that would go on, 
um that where yeah. like people would trade each other gp in the hopes that they would then go out into the wilderness and just like kill this guy that they paid to kill essentially who would have x amount of uh laren's keys and that's how people basically traded laren's keys so yeah and the reason you could pk laren's key uh they didn't want them to be tradable in the first place but because they're like a wilderness item you need to be able to like pk the keys off yeah, of people otherwise it's no it's risk. part of yeah it's part of the risk reward mentality of um uh the wilderness the idea behind laren's keys were that they were an ac- yeah. additional benefit to wilderness slayer um but uh since you can get them um that is also an additional risk as pkers are you know wanting to pk you more because you might have those laren's keys and those are some juicy little boys and the final thing is that Ardio, Calvarion, and Spindle now have high score pages. Wow. Cool. I'm not really sure um, why they didn't to begin with. Kind of weird. Yeah, I thought they just weren't going to get high score pages based on like what they had said. Um, But now they have them. Yeah, cool. I, I didn't really understand why they didn't have high score listings because they track separately. It already tracks their KC separately from I the assume, main boss so why not just put it on the high scores i assume they didn't want to crash the high scores like they have in the past but i don't know kind of doubt it it's weird yeah but now they're tracked so that's cool very cool very but epic. now we can talk about the big stuff uh right now you can log into the game and go to some special worlds uh worlds 401, 405, 407, 409, and 412. And you will be able to uh, test out the Desert Treasure 2 rewards. Uh, You're going to spawn in with the four new best in slot rings. These rings are just the uh, four Dagonoth King rings, but better. You're also going to get four upgraded Ancient Scepters. These upgrades uh, pertain to a specific uh, type of ancient magic. There's also the Virtus robe pieces, the mask, and the top and bottom. And then a new axe, which I didn't know was coming into this uh, update at all, but it is the Soul Reaper axe. This is its first like actual official debut in a blog post. They had mentioned that they were going to be adding a new weapon... uh, in the original like green light polls uh but it was not a set in stone thing yet because they were like we want your ideas in the community so this is a, a community designed weapon that they are putting into the beta worlds so this is its first like a debut into yeah. real existence being on blogs and explaining that it's a real guy real epic cool guy axe you also will get a green egg which is a dev item that no lets ham. you no ham just the green egg uh yeah you'll get uh it'll let you teleport to every single boss encounter in the game uh if you're near a bank you can uh access all gear and items in the game i don't know why they don't just let you do this anywhere but it's you because can only do it near a bank it's because uh you, there's currently pvp beta stuff happening right now so it'd be kind of dumb if you could just in the middle of a fight just pull stuff i guess i don't know um 
you can also swap your prayer book and spell book because the new prayer book is testing being tested yes um, we talked about we'll, this last week yeah i think we'll talk about the prayers last because they're the yeah we'll the probably we'll, we'll run them we'll, we will run them over with a truck again uh probably a lot more briefly than we did last time honestly <laughs> The entire yeah. second half of last podcast is about uh, Runa's prayers. So, yeah, if you want to hear us go into depth about that, uh, you can go back there. But now we can actually talk about how they feel in practice. Um. Anyways, the the first thing is the four rings. Uh, ring of true blood is just a B ring, gives you plus twelve strength. When I saw plus uh, twelve, I was like, "Holy!" That's pretty juicy. Ash, ha ha. Ring of True Ice is 15 magic and 2% magic damage. There's another juicy Ring one. of True Smoke is 10 ranged and 2 ranged strength. Also pretty good. And the biggest meme of them all, the Ring of True Shadow. Plus 12 slash bonus and plus 4 melee strength. Yeah, I mean, Warrior Ring was uh, already kind of the most joke and still is. You just made a warrior ring with some strength bonus. I guess it's good for Arc Lighting I feel Corp, like... but... <sighs> Who cares? I feel like the Ring of True Shadow should have, like, accuracies in every melee style. Not just Slash. Yeah, but then that would uh, make the Wilder Rings pointless. Oh, stupid pieces of garbage. Um, yeah, I kind of forgot about those. That's why I don't want them to be the just straight stat upgrades. Stupid. Yeah, no, I mean, they're just, you know, better versions of rings. You might start bringing a ring of true blood now instead of yeah, so this was this was a point of, of contention everywhere this is a point of contention for me i when i was voting on this was not sure if they were making just straight up better versions of the rings or if they were trying to ask if you should get like a thing that upgrades the dk rings i still don't know yeah i don't know what it is because the way it's phrased here, it looks like it's just like you get them, which yeah, in I my opinion, straight up get them. Kind of sucks. DKs are going to become an actual joke, dead boss. Yeah, I got in an argument with uh, the Iron Man and Petscape about this. Um, Why? I was like, yeah, no, I don't think that DK should be dead content. Like, yeah, they're an old boss, but like. Uh, you know, if we make DK's dead content, then no one is gonna want to do them. No one is gonna do them, and then like low levels that want to do bossing are gonna see DK's, see the rings are worth fucking nothing. Because they will be worth because... nothing. With these existing, yeah. they are worthless. Actually, completely worthless. Yeah, I mean that's assuming though that these rings are gonna be relatively common. Even if they aren't relatively know. common, um, I doubt they will be, like, rare, right? I, yeah. I, I imagine they will be uncommon, not, like, common, but I doubt they will be rare. And I think that while they will be more expensive than what we currently see on the ring market, um, I think that the the older rings will also devalue in price substantially. Yeah. Because these are just, just so much better. Bad man to make such an old, iconic boss just you know worthless yeah no point to do and i was i was slightly thinking about this uh before um we started recording just now um 
the there's there's a couple problems that I have with like the upgrade path thing, and it's the same problem that I have with the current reward space of shamanism. I like to get a thing and be done with it. I don't want to have to go around enhancing it. I don't want to have to go around, you know, imbuing it. It's a current problem that I have. Yeah. The DK rings like suck they... until you... Well, they don't suck, but they are just less good Bad. until you go yeah. imbue them. And I think it that's like dumb as hell. It looks like you don't have to imbue. I think you just straight up I'm, get the stats. I'm worried. I don't think you have to imbue them, but this is like part of my like, are they just up? Are they upgrades to the rings or are they straight drops? Because they're called rings of true blood, ice, smoke, and shadow. Do they come uh, as a work. ring of smoke, ring of ice, ring of blood, and ring of shadow? Because I'm very confused as to why the true is there Possible. at all. It seems like a very I think these are, unnecessary word addition, you know? I think these are placeholder names. I'm going to hope they true. are. They're bad names. Yeah, they're kind of lame. Um, I, I understand it because I... I mean, I think we all know this. The four bosses, the four like big bosses are going to each be themed after each of the ancient elements. So it makes yeah. sense that each of them would drop a corresponding elemental ring. Um, so it would be cool if they did get different names. Maybe they'll get like, you know, some old guy's name, kind of like the vows, how they have their glacies or cure or uh, fumus or whatever, uh, an umbra. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they'll get like other. I was gonna say poor Umbra, just forgot him. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe they'll get you know kind of names like that, where we could have like these somewhat ambiguous lore characters. It's it, definitely always cooler names. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. These ones, like they're they're good rings. Don't get me wrong, but just I, I just have those confusions with these still. But they're cool. Yeah, they're cool. Um, excited not super interesting to test out you you know yeah. get a they're gonna be good <laughs> they're gonna be worth getting uh ancient scepter upgrades you can slot in a gem these of are the these are good too type. these are really good yeah so uh instead of the ancient scepter's 10 percent buff you'll get a 35 percent buff while you're using uh the correct element type so either you'll heal more with blood You'll freeze longer with ice, you'll poison harder with smoke, and you'll reduce stats more with shadow. So yeah, um, just to kind of um, harp in on this a little bit, I think the numbers are a little important. Currently, the scepter gives a 10% augment to all elements, right? Yeah. Um, so to, to put this into context, we're just starting along the list with blood, for example, um, Normally, blood spells give you a, an increase of, or a, a, a healing amount of 25% of damage dealt. With the normal ancient, or yeah, with the normal no gem ancient scepter or a, a non blood gem, that goes up to 27.5%. And then with the blood gem, it goes up to 35%. So these, these gems are like a, a pretty substantial uh... augment. It goes up to 33.75%. Oh, my bad. I was reading the, the 35 yeah. on the line below. 33.75. You're fine. Close enough. And it, you know, it, it's a big increase in how much it heals you. Yeah. Same with the freezes. Barrages go from a 32 tick freeze to a 43 tick. Yeah, that's cool. 25.8 seconds for those of you that are not willing to multiply 0. 0.6 by 43. 
Yeah, you go from 19.2 seconds to 25.8 seconds. That is Which a... is a long time when that you're is... in, like, multi in the wilderness. Yeah, and I I don't know. Um, we were talking about Inferno last week. I was going on my ramble about my, my somewhat rookie Inferno takes, because um, I am definitely still a rookie to that. But um, I, I am definitely curious which one is going to be uh, more useful at which skill levels because both the blood and the ice ones I think are going to be very good. Um, I'm not. I imagine sh- ice is going to be better. Yeah, I imagine ice will probably end up being better at higher levels. But I also imagine I, I don't know if Scepter's even going to see use simply because its uh, percent damage is lower. Um, I'm very curious to see the way that develops. But freezing except freezing nibblers for 43 ticks is pretty good. <laughs> The percent damage might be lower, but we're getting Virtus's robes. Yes. Um, which... Do we want to talk about that right now, or do we want to talk about the smoke and uh, yeah, they're, shadow okay, they're ones? They're the red-headed yeah. stepchildren I mean, of the, of the <laughs> just, ancient Just Zelda. to briefly cover them, because I think it's still important. Uh, the smoke one, you know, it's, it's still just increased in what they do. The smoke one... Your rush slash burst poison severity goes from ten to thirteen, and your blitz slash barrage poison severity goes from twenty to twenty-seven. I'm not explaining poison severity. Go look it up if you don't know how it works. Um, and then your uh, for shadow rush and burst go from ten percent to thirteen percent stat drain, and blitz and barrage go from fifteen percent to twenty percent stat drain. Whoa. Once again, just straight upgrades. Most likely, yeah. these two spell type. I, I imagine these gems will not see much use. Um. Yeah, <laughs> what will probably see use is, as far I was just about to talk about, the Virtus robes. Go ahead. Yeah. So while you wear these robes, uh, each piece gives you a four percent damage increase to all ancient spells. Uh, with which, if you're doing the math, four times three is a twelve percent, which is way higher than uh the. Uh, ancestral robes give you yes but these but only apply to only, ancient magics only to ancient magic i so was 12 percent damage buff i was so happy when i saw that because i remember they they pulled um if you want to see them have like you know specifically uh effects to ancients or if you want them to just be like percent damage increase and like percent damage increase got like a bunch of votes or something i didn't remember but this was another like ambiguity point I wasn't really sure on because I was a lot of the the talk I had heard was that Virtus robes were just going to have like a slightly lower magic percent damage bonus than uh, um, ancestral, and I was like that would be so lame. So to see it have yeah. big four percent magic strength on each one, but only for ancient magics, I think that is sick. I like I read this at like. Um, this is a good way to and I was like, yeah this is cool yeah this is a good way to like diversify end game gear because like instead of just being a straight stat upgrade it's uh you know you get the the increased magic damage but you have to be using this yeah uh specific you know spell type and this isn't going like this also it's kind of a, a balancing act we're like okay now we're not giving shadow more max hits for no reason yeah um there's also uh passives that you get yes these so, passives are really really cool i like these yeah so smoke uh if you hit someone uh that's poisoned they get uh they 
have 30% reduced healing. Which I think is so super smoke. interesting. Yeah, that might actually be good in, like, PKing. Yeah, that drop could actually a, be really, really cool. Drop a smoke barrage on them I in wonder the middle if, of the fight. I was about to say, I and, wonder if this uh, would work on Kefri, but I don't think Kefri can be poisoned. <laughs> so, no, it would not Kefri's work. But it, it would yeah. be cool if we could see uses for this in PVM. We probably never will, but it would be interesting. Yeah, Jagex and their uh, infinite obsession of making every boss non-poisonable. Rest in peace, uh, poison penetration as a stat. Yeah. Would have been kind of cool, but I understand why I got voted no. It also just absolutely broke everything when they uh, changed the system behind the scenes. Yeah. So, uh, BA still doesn't work exactly how it did before the update, so those people are still molding. Stay molding. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, shadow. Uh, instead of just draining attack, or wait, what does it normally drain? I believe I have the ancient scepter page pulled up. Um, it is only yeah. attack. Yeah, yeah. Instead of draining only attack, it now drains all of the combat stats except for hit points and prayer. It's strength, ranged, magic, defense, and attack, which Pretty cool is great it works like a bgs now yeah that that might be useful in places I'm, I'm, i don't know i'm very curious, where but i'm very curious i mentioned this last time i'm curious to see if this might be good at zora um because uh when he's whatever phase you uh mage you could just the range phase yeah the range phase you could just do this you could just shadow him the whole time i don't yeah. know if he like resets his stats when he submerges probably does but if he I'd doesn't, imagine. that'd be kind of cool. Could be kind of useful there. Could be kind of neat. Especially since your uh, yeah. shadow spells max hit is maybe decent at this point because you have 12% increased mage strength because you're only using ancient magic. And then you could use like the shadow gem to make it reduce his stats even more. I don't know. Probably not going to be good, but maybe. Yeah. I think if you're using the shadow barrage you're probably not using the gem because the yeah, difference no, between 15 percent and 20 percent is probably not that big no it's probably You'd not worth want it. one of the other effects probably the blood one honestly. Uh, such as blood which overheals you sick. by 20 percent. that's so good yep. so you can blood barrage someone or a enemy and just be constantly healed up to like so 120 cool. I yeah. really, I, re I think that one's my favorite. The ice one is also good. The ice and the smoke one are also cool, but the blood one I think is is very, very cool. Yeah, ice is ten percent accuracy against frozen targets, which, um, cool. I kind of wish it was I just ten percent accuracy. Two ice spells might be too good in um, PvP, but it'd be really yeah, nice for hitting those fucking nibblers. The issue with that is in PvP, it, like landing your first freeze yeah, is very really important. important. Yeah, so I've done I get a it. little bit of LMS, and not landing that first freeze can really, really suck. To so. be fair, though, you are going to be using Virtus armor, the full set, in order to do this. Um, yeah, yeah, of and course. But... You will, if you are on the Ancients uh, prayer book, uh, you will not be able to protect item. So. Yeah, uh, but you know you don't have to be on the ancient prayer book while you use no, ancient you magics not. with this. Um, 
I mean, you might want to though because uh, those are, they're they're kind of busted. There's some good ones but in there. Yeah. First, we're going to talk about the Soul Reaper axe. Yeah, pretty happy with Burst Robes. Let's move on to this Axie Boy. Did you test this out yet in the beta? No. Um, I'm going to be honest. When I saw this thing, um, the first time I was reading through the blog, I hit this thing with the man. That's a lot of words. Good thing I'm not reading them. <laughs> this thing. Okay, so it's, 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 it's I've read it, really easy to understand. Yeah, I've, I've read it now. Not that hard to understand. I thought it was like mechanic creep at first, but that's because I didn't read it at all. And I'm worried that it's aforementioned people that what, we had talked does. Yeah, I wish I hope that people we had talked about earlier in the podcast do not go, wow, that's a lot of words. I'm not going to read them. This weapon is power creep and probably sucks mm-hmm. um, because I can see that happening. But yeah, it's not too complicated. I'll explain it since I thought it was complicated, but it's actually not. Basically, instead of having a spec bar, uh, it gets overridden. I. You've actually tested this in the beta. If you unequip yep. the Soul Reaper Axe, is your spec bar it, you unchanged? You lose all charges. Yeah, but is your spec bar, regular spec bar unchanged, or do you also have zero spec? You, you have 100% spec. Okay, interesting. Um, or whatever spec you would normally have. I assume your spec probably just keeps yeah, yeah. acting normally in the background. Um, yep. Which is cool. I like that. But while you have this uh, Soul Reaper Axe equipped, um, every time you attack with it, you do not need to hit from what I can tell. Um, you will take eight damage and gain one stack. Uh, every stack you have gives you 6% uh, increased strength. You can have five stacks in total. Um, and then uh, you can use the special attack um, to give an additional six, or no, to do a single attack with 6% uh, accuracy and strength per stack (laughs) yeah so i I think i can explain it a little bit more clearly for i'm a destiny player we we like to actually talk about all of the things (laughs) yeah so the way the special attack works it so for each stack of uh, or for each stack you get the six percent six percent bonus strength um and then when you use your spec you get six percent increased accuracy on that one attack plus the bonus strength you would have had um so if you have all uh five stacks that's 30 percent increased accuracy and strength for that one attack and you also get healed for uh you get basically an overload stack yeah um and if you can't gain a stack you don't take the damage Um, that's nice and if you can't afford the health, then you don't take the damage as well. That's also nice. Yeah. Um, so you've used this. What do you think? It's weird. I haven't used it in like proper PVM. I just hit a combat down <laughs> I wonder a bunch if it's, with it. I wonder if it's good at Nightmare. Oh, it's a slash Nightmare weapon. I thought it was a crush weak, weapon. Right? Yeah, this I is... didn't realize it was a... Cause yeah. fucking, it's like uh, a Darok axe. Yeah, I... I was under the assumption that it was like fucking uh, leaf bladed axe, where it's crushed for some reason. Um, no, no, it's slash. Huh? Because yeah, um, if you if you look at the original uh, post um, by uh, Moro Moro I don't know exactly how to say your username. I'm sorry. Uh, if you look at the original Reddit post, they hold it like an elder mall. So I just assumed it was a. Uh, uh, a, a crush weapon. 
Yeah, no, the the art in game is is Darok Axe, but the art that they show is different. And I think they're going with different theming. They called uh in in the beta it's the soul Sorry, what was it? It was the Soul Reaper axe. Yeah. And the original co- concept was the Sandbreaker axe. Yeah. So it's largely the same from the the original post, mm-hmm. but there are some some key differences. Um Yeah. And I think the weapons 5 tick uh they don't say on the Uh yeah, attack rate 5. What does it say that? At the bonus, oh, I see. Other yeah. bonuses. It's 5 tick. So it's, you know, slower than like your rapier or your uh, slower than your your average whip. weapon which usually lands at four tick yeah. but not significantly slower like yeah Elder it's Maul. the speed of a fang so, so it might be usable we'll have to see i mean it, it's you know you lose stacks pretty quickly if you're not attacking something like it's like five ticks or something where if you're not in combat you just lose a, a stack so, like, swapping from one mob to another, you lose stacks. Um, Interesting. So, it has to be something where you're, like, pretty constantly hitting things. Yeah, I'm sure there's there's already some scenarios that people that have been messing around on the beta have found that this thing might be useful at. It's very interesting. Um, in order to get it, uh, each of the four bosses that will be in Desert Treasure 2 will have a unique uh, piece of this item, and you will need to assemble the four pieces to create it. Yeah, I can't imagine it's gonna be like super rare from them. I doubt it. Um, um, it'll probably honestly, I expect the I expect these to be the the one in fifty drop. One probably, in fifty, oh, probably think, not guaranteed. I was thinking like one in one twenty eight from them. One twenty eight, probably also reasonable. Yeah, I don't think that this is gonna be like a coveted rare item by any means. No, it'll be like the Venator bow. I think kind of a fun Fair, niche yeah. weapon that you know I'll buy and then regret having maybe the the prayer schools will be the one in 50s actually yeah speaking of prayers that's the the next little bit um so we're not gonna go over what they all do because you can just listen to the last one if you want yeah one additional Uh, piece of information that we actually have now uh that we didn't have then that i kind of make note of in the video edit of that uh podcast is um, we know the drain rates of these prayers. We know the level you need to be able to use these mm-hmm. prayers. And I think those are two very important pieces of information that we didn't have yet. So yeah, there's probably a couple of these that I'll touch on just because I think those pieces of information make or break them. Um, but for the most part, we already talked about them. So first things first, when you load into the prayer book, it's kind of a lot going on. That's been like a big bit of feedback is like wow there's a lot of kind of visual i don't want to say clutter but like there's a lot of things going on there's a lot of arrows there's a lot of uh very kind of clashing colors honestly um in the J mods today actually had a a post where they uh said hey here's uh our reworked version of this and i think it looks a lot nicer i don't know how much i agree honestly um like it really? looks it looks a little nicer i think but i really don't think it was that cluttered i didn't think it looked all that bad. the arrows because like, that's really the looks... only major difference is there's no more arrows and um, like greens have been changed to yellow yeah well teal but whatever 
It's Grealish. Uh, yeah. Potato, potato. But um, honestly, uh, the only ones I wanted the arrows removed from were Gambit, uh, the the mirror one, and the healing one. The protect pairs having arrows, yeah. I think, was not super important, but a little important. Um, I think it would look better if they were closer to like the the one next does, where it's like the kind of big arrow going behind it. Yeah, I don't know though. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I the... imagine it has to be different from that just because it's not the same thing. Um Yeah. But what I was gonna say is I think it's a little important that they had like a, a very distinct visual uh difference is because in let's say for example a PvP scenario, I very quickly want to be able to identify um which prayer book this person is using. Um I think it's important yeah. visual distinction. And there is actually still a pretty clear visual distinction uh overheads when you pray them normally while they're over to your head they have a little yellow background behind them while using the ancient prayer book they have a purple background behind them so there is still a pretty obvious visual distinction um so it's not too Mm -hmm. big of a deal in my opinion but i I thought specifically for the protect prayers since they look nearly identical it'd be kind of nice to have a little bit more uh visual distinction between them i sent you a dm uh, it has uh, a rework someone proposed that I thought looked pretty nice. Yeah. Um, I don't like that the ranged one has two arrows. Kind of weird, but sure. I think that's the RS3 icon. Lame. Don't want it. I hate RS3. <laughs> um, there, there was a lot of suggestion. Actually, the RS3 one is just a bow. Yeah. But there's a lot of... Um, I don't like that they changed the mirror to being cracked. That's too much visual clutter. That adds more. I don't understand why they did that. Yeah, I can agree with that. Here, here Here's another one. Uh, and Bird's going to put these on the screen, too, when I say it, just because I want to add more work. Yeah, to them. The, and like I said, the one that I'm really glad they... The, the ones I'm really glad they removed the arrows from were uh, the Rapid Heal one, the Gambit, and the Reflect. Mm-hmm. Those ones didn't really need arrows. I don't really yeah. understand. Right. For for the healing one, I kind of get it because they wanted to make it very distinct that it is different than normal rapid heal. Uh, but it being on this prayer book to begin with is probably enough a distinction that it is different than rapid heal. So. I feel like you don't need a distinction for rapid heal, though. Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. Like because it's on this prayer book, you can you probably already know that it functions similarly, but it is different. I mean, it's just like. At what point in your RuneScape career is it going to matter whether or not someone that you are either PVMing with or PVPing with, which variation of Rapid Heal they're well, that, using? That's you know? not even a real thing because you can't even see which one they're using. It's not an overhead. Right. Oh, you're right. You're that's, right. that's what I'm saying is like it probably doesn't matter yeah. because you're the one looking at the prayers. You know you're on the I don't the, know why the... in my head I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> Rapid Heal? That's an overhead. No, yeah. it's not. I, I, what I was saying is, you know, it's you're the one using the prayers you are looking at him and you know that you're using ancient prayers so you probably don't need a distinction that it's different than rapid heal you know you're on a different prayer book and you can tell oh it's a heart it's probably the same prayer but maybe a little different and if you really need to know you can just hover over it and prayers have descriptions unless you have that turned off yeah um but enough about the visuals that's the least important part i think um the uh 
prayers in practice. I used them a bit. I tried a, a Toa with it, and I did some other little PVM here and there. Um, they're pretty neato. Yeah, um, how, how was your overall impression? Does it feel better? Does it feel worse? It probably doesn't it feel either of those in particular. What do you think? Very strong off the off the bat. Um, the ten percent chip damage is yeah, that was just not noticeable. That's the one thing I was very curious about is how how much do you notice that? So in something like a Toa, you notice it basically not at all yeah i'd imagine you probably wouldn't notice at all because you basically already take chip damage at toa so you're just taking a little more now and and keep in mind like when you're taking a hit i don't know many places where you take more than like a 40 or a 50 you're so you're taking a chip of like a four and a five if they if they hit a nine or below you just don't take any damage or do you take a one you take no damage it rounds down cool i figured it did but just checking yeah so realistically you're taking like almost no damage while you're praying it i know people are even when i said like in practice uh it it doesn't matter people were pretty up in arms when i said that in discord they're like oh no it's still super annoying i I freaking hate it Uh, chip damage sucks it's like yeah i don't don't know know. um i tried it out it was fine especially with the idea of kuro's vow using blood fury yeah with the idea of kuro's vow existing and blood fury existing well, um, okay. Kuro's vow isn't great. We've already talked about this, but if it gets yeah, better, get if it stats. gets if it gets better, it could be a problem. Yeah. Um, because uh, I I went and looked at this, uh, or we were talking about this. Um, the reason I think they're being very very careful with Kuro's vow is they did a survey question when they were surveying about Runa's prayers if they should add a less effective version of Soul Split. Kuror's vow, to a much lesser degree, kind of is a lesser version of Soul Split. Yeah, it's yeah, it just doesn't nowhere have near as good, and it shouldn't be. But yeah, it's a prayer that heals you when you do damage. Not a hundred percent of the time, and not for much, but it is on the path to being Soul Split. Right, if they end up buffing it, so I'm thinking they're being very careful with it because of that yeah and i think they at the current rate that it drains your prayer i feel like they could buff it because um what we haven't mentioned yet is this if you're just praying a protection prayer and a uh like a decimate annihilate or vaporize it does drain a bit more prayer than like if you're praying uh rigor and uh an overhead but as soon as you add a vow in, you are losing like one prayer point a tick. Yeah, it's pretty. It crazy. is so crazy just watching your prayer go from you know ninety nine to zero in a, a minute and a half. You're just like, oh, there it goes. And yeah, then if I... you add on like the <laughs> the food one or or anything else, it, it's just gone. I... Goodbye. <laughs> I logged in. I haven't really played the ancient prayers yet because I've been too busy runecrafting. But I, I logged into the beta worlds. I checked if you could uh, perfect flick uh, or perfect tick flick, um, which it appears that you can because I thought it was stupid when they were like, yeah, we don't want it so that ancient prayers can be perfect flicked. I think that there's nothing wrong with perfect flicking ancient prayers. If you can perfect flick, 
That is a mechanical skill that you have that I think you should be rewarded for. And for the most part, while you are perfect flicking, you basically have to stand still and do nothing else. So I think it's yeah. pretty balanced. Um, but, uh, and then the other thing I did was I turned on as many prayers as I could at once. <laughs> and I wanted to see how fast my prayer di- would disappear. And I was like, man, that is going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's no way you can even match close to how much prayer drain you get and then i then uh, i turned on as many as i could as once and then also turned on ruinous grace and started running around (laughs) i did try that out yeah so um let's let's talk about the 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 vows because they're like the thing that's actually interesting everything else i don't really care about everything else is more damage yeah um so i'm gonna get out of the way first um umbra's vow is pretty good okay cool i'm glad uh, to hear that i thought it was going to be not great uh but it's it's pretty good you use it um to just reduce the stats of an enemy um people told me glacy's vow is good i disagree it's a 20 percent chance to do a 10 percent increased damage and it drains your prayer um people told me i haven't done tob so i didn't test it there uh but they're saying like you use it when you're freezing the crabs at maiden or something for glacier's uh, vow yeah just like uh okay sure huh? maybe but it it just drains your prayer. It's so not. It's like two percent in- increased damage. Yeah, or something. I, I, this is this comes back to to where what I was talking about last time. I feel like this one is going to be pretty rarely used, um, and probably only used when you really need to pump that last bit of damage out on something. Um, yeah, and you you're good on supplies. So maybe um, maybe during like I'd probably throw this on during like uh, low invo raids uh, wardens because. I just took life, and I have, like, a million prayer points at my disposal. Sure, I'll chuck it on. Yeah, maybe if you have, like, two scarabs, and you're just like, oh, f*** it, we ballin'. Yeah. But it's it, I think it's for the pretty, most part, like, it won't see much use. Not great. Which I also um, believe is true of uh, Fumus's Vow. However, Fumus's Vow, I think, is oh. better. It is better, no, but No, Fumus's also- Vow, you haven't seen... You haven't seen it because uh, you're on social media. I mean, so I have <laughs> even excluding. Okay, so so let's just talk about what's let, been happening. Let me, let me pull this straight real quick. I don't think that Fumus's vow is like as bad as Glacius' vow. In fact, I don't think Fumus's vow is bad. I think it is good. No, However, no, no. I, it, it's it's insanely good. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. But once again, it is situational well so okay what's happening right now is it's bugged in a way that i know that shouldn't shouldn't work right but like fully aware of that part any boss that has the chance to poison you you are just going to use Fumus's Val, and you're going to get an insane amount of dps increase and this is what i was talking about like at chambers it's going to be very good because for the most part, you don't always get poisoned, but quite frequently you do get poisoned, and I think it will be good there. 
It's a lot of damage, though. It's, yeah. It's a lot, a lot. And it should be. Um, I, I, I don't think Femus's vow is gonna release in its current iteration. No, it's, I don't think it will. But I, I, it's, it's like fifteen hits of increased damage. But I do think that it shouldn't be nerfed a ton. It should still be. I think it will good. Be. I, I think it's gonna be like half your poison severity instead of like your full poison severity. Oh, uh, I found out. Uh, so it's currently bugged as well. And people are one-shotting bosses with it, doing, like, <laughs> 9,999 damage. Um, and so I found out the way that works is because Venom is considered uh, poison severity, like, 1 billion or something. Uh, but when Zolor came out and introduced Venom, uh, the damage was capped to 20, regardless of what your poison severity is. So if... Um, you trigger your poison severity, you know, Fumus's vow attack, the same tick that you get venomed or remove venom, one of the two, I can't remember which order it is. Um, it checks and says, oh, you have a billion poison severity. Let me just do, you know, 128,000 damage. That's pretty funny. And, and so you one shot everything. That's obviously not getting the live game. Uh, you know, it's a bug, but regardless of that, you're still hitting, um, like these huge, uh, huge damage amounts. One thing, um, that doesn't make a huge difference, um, but I think is still important to talk about is, um, while we're talking about the, the power that these, uh, these prayers have, um, I would like to real quick touch on the levels that are required to use these prayers. Oh, yeah. You need level 60 prayer to use any prayer at all. Level 60 is where rejuvenation is. Um, and then up to where you get to the va- the vows, Fumus's vow is the starting one. Fumus's is at level 82 prayer, which is like, it's nothing to sneeze at, right? A yeah, lot of I mean, players. That's higher than Augury. Yeah, a lot of players usually like we'll get to the level for augury and just never train prayer for a long time yep 77 Uh, is is where a lot of people stop yeah and then also notably uh decimate annihilate and vaporize 76 78 and 80 so Mm -hmm. um these are and the these are quite these are quite up one yeah the highest one gambit is at 92 which is crazy Yeah, the these prayers are are absolutely cracked. I don't. I I've seen a lot of sentiment online that these should just not be released into the main game. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, because in specifically for like PvP, people are hitting like a hundred and ten Darox. Oh, that is. Or I saw hundred and twenty if you use the uh the redemption prayer. Yeah, that is definitely a problem yeah or you can hit like well to be fair with derox that's yeah i mean that's like giga risk but like ags gmall is like 200 damage but i'm not in the space right i only hear of the woes of pvp but that's like already kind of a problem but this does definitely exacerbate that problem so 
I, I, I was watching people stream um, Tov yesterday, though, and they were, like, absolutely busting through the rooms with these prayers. They're, they're kind of cracked. Um, I did uh, Toa with it. And was just shredding the rooms. And, and mind you, uh, you know, I was in max gear. So. Yeah, I think that's also an important distinction here. Is you are shredding these rooms. I, I don't know how much faster. But you're shredding these rooms faster. You are also, because these are on beta worlds with max accounts. Also just the most powerful you can ever be. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I also did tests with like, you know my normal melee gear and you know dds hits like a few max it's higher and uh you know it'll make two phasing wardens like way easier um and the uh the the fang has like you know increased max hits so like it's i i don't remember the exact numbers now but i was in uh discord with a uh, t-pace and we were just absolutely flabbergasted at the uh, the damage amounts. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely I disagree with the idea that these should never be added to the game. No, um, I think they should be added. That's but... fucked. But if they do yeah, see just... a nerf, I wouldn't be super surprised. Um, but at the same yeah. time, I, I think a lot of what we're seeing right now of people thinking they're too powerful is probably a little exacerbated by the idea of, hey guys, I'm going to jump on beta worlds and test these out. Wow, I'm shredding. And they're using gear that they've never used before uh, that is the best in the game alongside the best stats in the game alongside the new best prayer book in the game. So... Yeah, and to kind of like reinforce that like this is stuff people have never used and so they're not used to it. When I was doing the my Toa run, I brought a Tebow for I, I I wasn't aware that for Monkey Room, uh, the Tebow does not do basically anything against uh Who could have the boulders. This? They don't have a magic level. They don't have a magic level, and I'm not used to Tebow. So something obvious to people that have used Tebow or have thought about it wasn't obvious to me. And I was like, yeah, I tried using the shadow against the boulders, and that would work if i hit it but it doesn't always hit its max hit so sometimes i just yeah i ended up dying there i used all three lives and yeah but you know it but even with testing out like fang and you know d boots with a dragon defender and uh and uh bandos top and bottom like i was still just absolutely shredding things with it yeah it's gonna be good um I think it's important to think about all the facets of this, right? Like, they're going to be good, but you are definitely using more prayer. You are taking more damage. I think we might see... Um, there's there's a chance that we'll see uh, the uh, amount of damage reduction go down, I think. That might be a possible nerf that they do to these. You might go from 90% uh, damage taken to, like, 80% or something. They might try that. Um, I don't think we'll see that one. I, I, I would be interested to see them experiment. Um, these are definitely strong, but I definitely don't have enough information to say if they are too strong because I have not tried it myself. And I am not in tune enough with like the super high level PVM or PVP communities to determine if their uh, complaints are valid or just this game is easier now. Fuck this shit. I'm so tired of the game getting easier because I'm getting stronger. 
Yeah. I'm scrolling through the Reddit right now. And of the top 10 posts from the last 24 hours, three of them are posts that are saying that they don't want the uh, new prayer book specifically. And, uh, well, it's a know, little late for have... that. It already got voted in. Yeah. And they, and they all have, you know, 1,000 to 3,000 upvotes. So it, it's not like it's a minority of, well, I mean, it might be a minority. It's not like it's a non-zero amount of players that share this opinion. Yeah, and I have to wonder what the demographic of those people are, though, you know? I wonder. Yeah. I have to wonder if those are high-level players that actually know what they're talking about and have valid criticisms of why this is too strong, or if it's low-level players that don't have any idea what's going on, see people doing more damage and going, that has to be crazy good, that can't be good for the game, mm-hmm. and they don't actually have like a valid criticism to bring to the table. Or maybe they're low-level players yeah. that actually do understand more than I realize, and they still do have a valid opinion. I don't know. That's why I hate Reddit. It's just impossible yeah. to know, you know, with the hive mind. Yeah, true. Um, and you know, it it could be like the the meme uh of you know the your magic level uh is worth more than gear uh in terms of like increasing your DPS. You know, it might just be people that have garbage stats that aren't yeah, used to also uh, true being 99 and everything yeah it's it's really hard to tell um but as we spoke to earlier it's the job of the jmods to take this feedback understand which of it is valid understand which one it isn't and i think they will do a good job at that and adjust accordingly they have they have shown us in the past that they're pretty good at doing that um and i think i, I have faith that they will continue to do that yeah i'm excited though i think this is gonna be cool and at the end of the day, if they can't do that, the game's still going to exist. It'll probably be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. And I think that just was about it. Oh, I, I just checked my, my list of things that I wanted to talk mm-hmm. about. Um, two last notes about the prayers, then we can call it. First one okay. is because these prayer levels uh, are significantly higher um i wonder how will the altar is going to be at release of this quest because a lot of people are probably going to have to start training their prayer well i can already tell you bones are significantly (laughs) more expensive already oh nice yeah i was Um, i was going to start training my prayer soon because i wanted to get to 85 for the diary and i don't know if i want to anymore because i'm going to go to the wilderness and that might be a little spicier now yeah it might be especially especially on the heels of uh, this announcement maybe i wait till like it's died down a bit people forget for a little bit in between desert treasure drop two dropping and uh i mean as long as you have the prayer level for the vows you're fine i think uh i think highest vow is 86 right i'm not sure i don't have it in front of me i have it right here it is 88 for glacy's vow um fumus's vow is actually the lowest one goes 82 for fumuses 84 for umbras 86 for kuroors and 88 for glacies so i imagine we'll probably see a lot umbras of 82 or 84s defense lowering one right? yeah i yeah, imagine I that's the one i imagine like we'll see we'll see there. a lot of people sitting at 82 or 84 nowadays yeah. um it's crazy that gambit and vindication are 90 and 92 vindication also reminds me um 
Vindication heals 10% less than uh, whatever the blue one is, the blue heart on the normal prayer book. Um, Redemption. Redemption. It heals for uh, 15% of your base prayer level as opposed to 25%. So I don't yeah. think it's actually going to be useful in a lot of places that have redemption strats right now, which kind of sucks. Um, Specifically at... It'll be useful, uh, um, useful at Thermi. What's the, what's the cha- Chamber of the Zeric Vespula, I think is the bug one? Yeah, you, yeah, people test it. You can't do the Vespula method. That's so lame. I hate that. Yeah. That's boring as hell. It it would be very very good for that. Like it'd be probably too strong because of the ten percent uh, damage for the next attacks. Like I get it, but it's kind of lame. Um, but you know whatever. Uh, it's probably a good thing that it's not useful there because that would be crazy. And then the last thing I wanted to very briefly mention is when you change to the ruinous prayers, uh, prayer book. Oh, the yeah. icon changes from the little the little star that we all know and love to the Zaros symbol. And I think that that's weird and looks wrong and should be changed. It looks really bad. I think it looks very, very bad. Um, I think personally it, it should like, just be um, the normal prayer symbol, but like tinted purple or something. Uh, because right well, now... Well, the normal what prayer symbol f- is the Saradaman symbol, isn't it? No. Well, maybe. The- I don't know. I think it, yeah, I don't know. Is it? I think so. But he, my, my, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's the Saradamic This is irrelevant symbol. to my argument, because my argument I was going to continue with is the spell book. It's always a book, right? Yeah. It just changes the it's colors just... on the book. So I would prefer and that the... It gets a little symbol on yeah, it. Yeah, it gets a little symbol on it. So I would prefer that if uh, we have another icon that changes, that it looks largely the same still. Not a huge deal, but just like as someone who uh, did a little bit of UI UX uh, um, studies in uh, college, I think that that would look better. But I don't make the game, you know? It's whatever at the end of the day. Not a huge deal. That's all. Those were my last two complaints. Yeah, so if you like the podcast, make sure you uh, follow us on whatever you're listening on we are on spotify podcasts apple podcasts and like a million other things that we automatically get published to uh you can also follow us on youtube where bird facts will uh make a really nice uh youtube version that has Mm. all the information popping up on the screen like comments that usually come out a couple days after the audio version yeah so far i have been sticking to thursdays at 2 p.m for the release of those we'll see if that lasts yeah, and I'm going to try to uh, make sure this is edited and done by Tuesday. I want it out on Tuesday, uh, 5 a.m. Pacific Standard. Yeah, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard as well for uh podcast. I could change it to be a little earlier in the day, but that was what I did for the first episode, so I just stuck to it for now. Um, we'll see. I might um, change it. Yeah. We also have a Patreon patreon.com slash gothicsrest you can go over there uh i submit the audio there uh going forward i am going to do uncensored audio there so if you don't like the bleeps if you think they're annoying you can uh give us like a couple bucks and you know support what we do you can give us a few bucks and hear me say yeah you can hear him say that's great love that 
I'm going to censor that just because I think that's funny. <laughs> You'll never know what was said there unless you give us money. Ooh. <laughs> 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 you, you'll have to you'll have to pay money to find out <laughs> um yeah so that's all gonna be uh there um i haven't talked to bird about this yet but maybe i'll just put up the raw audio like tomorrow morning i i haven't thought about whether or not i would do that i mean i i think i've heard of other maybe uh content creators doing a, a similar thing so yeah the wilderness podcast they do it and that's but maybe think, oh yeah, I could do that if like people will just want to know our thoughts the day after. Yeah, I know. Like, I know something that uh, other content creators do is they like for like my video version, for example. One thing they do is they just upload like the file from whatever video editor they use, so you can go in and just like look at it. I don't think that would mm, be super helpful yeah. for us, and I don't want people to see my editing skills because yeah, I'm. I, I it looks nice but i'm sure i'm doing things completely wrong <laughs> i'm very new to this um i have experience in the past with video editing skills but i'm learning a new one and i don't have a whole ton of experience so i wouldn't want to put that out there because i might get rolled <laughs> yeah i i don't know I'm st I, I still haven't decided if i'm gonna do that or not but uh we'll see if i do You'll know if I do. It'll be up if yeah. it is. We also have a Twitter. We'll put it. Edit. We we do have a Twitter. We have a Twitter uh, with a great uh a great background image and profile picture. Spent way too much time on that last night. Looks awesome though. Love looks, it. Looks very nice. Uh, it is twitter dot com slash pod. Try to get just Guthix rest, but the account that owns that is banned. Sag. Elon, we also if you have can hear us, Twitters. give it to us. <laughs> <laughs> you fat bastard. Uh, we also have our personal Twitters. Uh, mine is uh, at a guy named Spari. Birdfax is at BirdfaxR. Yes, sir. I don't really use uh, mine. But... Oh, and also we have a coffee. If you want to just do like a one-time donation uh to help support us uh that is going to be at ko-fi.com slash gothics rest and i think that's just about it i would say that is it i don't have anything else on my notes sheet so i think we are just about done yeah have a great one everyone Bye bye, -bye.